Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the master's loyal servant. The master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek podcast, which downloads directly from seanmcginnity.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnity.ca. The master wishes me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from seanmcginnity.ca, and so should you. It lives! It lives! Fans of the Sean Geek podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Friend Podcast. <laughs> Old habits die hard. And I don't want to die on that hill. Uh, with your hosts, Sean Arama, or Sean Geek, and his brother. fingers. And a regular reoccurring uh, guest. There's two of us. Pick one. That's you, Corey. You <laughs> well, actually, yeah, you're both so reoccurring. The Corey Geek. Awesome. And uh, we, we have... Yeah. Uh, Thomas, yo! This week, we Thomas is returning. Yeah, I'm back. I, I show yeah, up every now and then. You're this back. is like my third time. Yeah, third time. Yeah, actually, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, third yeah. time. So Thomas has his own podcast. Corey now has his own podcast. Yeah. What's uh, just real quick, Corey? Yeah. What's your podcast? Uh, my podcast is the Geek Spin Podcast. It is a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy comedy and folk music from uh, North America and around the world. And Thomas, your podcast? Uh, yeah, it's the High Frequency Kicks Podcast. And it's myself and uh, my friend Sam, who I've done training with for, for years and years and years for martial arts. And it's just the two of us talking... Um, about our training and kind of shooting the shit about martial arts and philosophy and theory and whatever comes to mind about martial arts for that uh, particular day. Awesome. I, one one time I think you guys need to have an episode where you cover uh, Corey's martial arts from the uh, Evil Within film. <laughs> I do that, yeah. It's been so long since I watched that, uh, that film. Oh God, but uh, yeah, no. I'd, 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 give it a, I'd give it a rewatch and uh, give you some pointers. Back there, when Corey. I was... When you Back were when I was young and in shape. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, I guess round is a shape, right? Yeah. Everything's a shape. Pear is a shape. Yeah. Everything's a shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. we're gonna, we're doing something a little a weird. Shape, yeah. <laughs> we're doing something it's a little a weird this too. week. It is a good yeah, shape. I got that pear. No. So, <laughs> so 
Thomas, give us the pitch. So you actually pitched uh, an ep. You said you want to be back on, yeah. and you gave a well, pitch I'd... for what to do. So do you want you want to offer your pitch for our yeah. podcast? So, here? so I, I've I've come to the realization that I don't have what most people would call a a, a normal taste in music. I guess or the the average taste in music. Um, I've never listened. I never really liked top forty hits. Just never something that I was into. Um, as I was looking at my music and really looking at like, Word, brother, <laughs> really looking at like, what is what is my music taste? Because like, I have friends that just like my wife hates a lot of the music I listen to because it's, it's really kind of awkward. It's weird <laughs> stuff. Wait a minute, is isn't that a rule? Aren't wives always supposed to hate what you listen so. to? But like, like the stuff I listen to is just different. And different enough that I thought it'd be really cool. Like, you know, I I love sharing. You you know this that like whenever I'm like super into something and I think it's super cool, I like really just want to share it with everyone that I know and I just like want everyone to get into it and show it to people because I really took that whole like sharing lesson to heart as a kid. Oh yeah. Um. So I thought, hey, I'll start out with you guys who you know are super into music and in bands and and play music and and uh, have a bit more actual musical knowledge than I do besides just you know liking it and thought let's talk about some music and share some of the music some of the bands that I really think are super super cool that I listen to regularly and a couple of these um, since pitching <clears throat> since pitching this is when Corey started his podcast and a couple of these I think would be perfect for Corey's podcast for him to do a deep dive into uh, for, for Geek Spin that, that, so, well, that's a perfect that. synergy of events here yeah it worked well yeah so I don't know. Do you want to? Is there anything else we should quickly like do before yeah. I just kind of like hop into to my weird rabbit hole of music? So are we are we, we're going to hear the music. Yeah, I mean, I oh, got perfect. I got um, so I'm no, screen well, sharing and I've got yeah. audio. I, I turned on the audio sharing at the same time, so it should play the audio as well. Um, awesome. So I can just. So we're obviously not going to play be the it. Operative term. And I'll definitely um, I'll. I'll I'll make sure to to make it clear which videos you're watching for people listening at home who want to, because you're cutting out the videos, who want to hear the song that we're talking about so that they know what's going on in case they've never heard of these bands. They probably haven't. Um, they can, you know, pause the episode, go listen to the yeah. band, come back and hear us talk about it. Um, yeah. So if... Well, they can also go into the link for the... Uh, or the description for the podcast, mm -hmm. which uh, will include all the links to the videos. That's the plan, right, Sean? Yes, no, sir. No, absolutely. I'm giving a thumbs up, right? Yeah, not not my That's first right. rodeo. Actually, <laughs> it is. I've never been to a rodeo, so I. They're fun. <laughs> this is a horrible yeah, analogy. They're pretty cool. They're not, they're not bad. Yeah. Funny enough, I have three of us have been to rodeos. <laughs> I have family in Calgary. Same. <laughs> I mean, it's where you go to go to rodeos. All right. Good to go. Reverse yeah, Calgary good to go. We'll say uh, rodeo, right? <laughs> oh, I like that look. That's a good look. If you all could see it, we've seen that look before. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll just uh, crazy Britney uh, comes yeah. to mind. I'll just hop into um to the first one then. Um, it's, yeah. So what's the song here? Give, give so, me what okay, the song so title is in the band. So here's the thing: the the first band I wanted to do. Um, there are two songs that I actually wanted to talk to you, to show you guys because my favorite song with this band mm -hmm. is actually a bit of a a offshoot from their regular style. It, th this is a, a parody band, so all their songs are very comedic. They're all about mostly sex and dick jokes. Um, 
but they're they're all just comedic, like just nonsense, just off the wall, all over what the else place. Is there to talk about songs, yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're they're my favorite song by them. Um, Sean, I've shown it to I've shown it to you once. It manages to be very very funny still, but also very heartwarming and meaningful. And I've I've referred to it. My friends refer to it as um, a nerd anthem because it's the main the the, the lead singer singing to his younger self. Um, and so I wanted to do that okay, one. Okay, what's the name of this band? The band is called Ninja Sex Party. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of Ninja Sex Party. This will be new for uh, Todd, I think. Yeah. I don't know about Corey though. Okay, Ninja Sex Party. What's the song? I what's think the anthem? I've heard of them. The so this song is called um, Danny. Don't you know? Okay. So we can do that one, and then I can show you the other one that I wanted to, which is more along the lines of their regular styles. Does that All work? Right. Okay. So yeah. the other one that's on their normal style is called Mansion Party. And it's not from their most recent album. They have they just released their fifth album last year. Their fifth original album. They have three cover albums and three original or five original albums. Um, so they just re- uh, released their most recent album. This song, Mansion Party, is actually from their last album before that. But I think it's a good example of their style. Um, but first we'll do... Danny, don't you know? And we took a listen to Danny by Ninja Sex Party. So this is called Mansion Party. I saw I'd, that, that last song I, I heard before. That's the one you That's one that I showed you once before. Years yeah. ago. Um, yeah. When, yeah. when that album came out. So this song, that song and this song are both from their album Cool Patrol, which came out like just before I left for Montreal. Um, so yeah, so this is the other song that I said. It's goofy but it's their normal styles. And then we took a listen to Ninja Sex Party's Mansion Party song. Well, let's get Todd's opinion. Todd, this is brand new, completely brand new. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can give some background about the band too, if you'd like. Sure. Um, so Ninja Sex Party is actually a two-person band. The other, the other band members are just the guys that join them when they go on tour. Um, they have their own band, those other guys. So the only actual band members of Ninja Sex Party officially are Danny Sexbang, who's the guy with the, the, the bushy hair, and Ninja Brian. Danny Sexbang. Great yeah, Daddy, Daddy Sexbang. That's Danny, his name? Danny. D-A-N-N-Y. Danny, Danny yeah. Sexbang. And then Ninja <laughs> Brian. Um, the running gag is that uh, with all their videos, um, is obviously Ninja Brian doesn't talk. Um, he's just there to, to uh, mostly cock block Danny Sexbang. As well as uh, kill people, sometimes Danny Sexbang. Um, <laughs> so the the actual people behind that, uh, Daniel Daniel Avedan and Brian Wecht. Daniel Avedan is just a musician um, and a YouTuber. Um, and Brian Wecht is, I guess, an old friend of his. But he so Brian Wecht actually has a PhD in theoretical particle physics. Um, he's written several <laughs> highly cited, highly cited papers on string theory and a whole bunch of different things. He had a, a research position most recently at the university of, of the Queen Mary university of London when he quit that in 2015 to join this band and a YouTube channel and basically make dick jokes for a living. Um, <laughs> didn't want to take life too serious, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so that's where they're coming from. Um, and so th- that's, that's their characters is Ninja Brian, Danny Sexbang. And so 
they're the only guys in the actual band. So when they're not on tour, they do all the instrumentals, they do all the 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 lead and backup vocals. And then when they're on tour, obviously they can't do that. So they have um, TWRP. I don't remember what that stands for, but that's the other band that tours with them. Um, that does the uh, the additional backup and instrumentals for them on tour, and then they also act as the the um, the the um, uh, warm up band. Who does the uh, the footage? Oh, okay. The the like the cartoon. They uh, have footage. Various um, animators and cartoonists that they they work with um, for different projects that that are friends of theirs. Um, they're. Danny, Daniel Avedan. Danny is also in a YouTube channel, a, a, a Let's Play channel. And the guy he does the Let's Plays with is also a musician who's in another band that we're going to talk about as well. Um, and he's also an animator, so they have a lot of contacts with animation people and musicians that they can make all these things. Um, I, I like the... The first video was, was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people can probably relate yeah, um, and I, I can relate too. I mean, especially when it gets to the point where, well, joining the band and the whole deal. I mean, you feel on the inside like you want to be, you know, you're great on the inside, but you know, on mm-hmm. the outside, it's like, eh, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, it's fake it till you make it, or, or, or oh, whatever, sure. whatever you tell yourself um, when you're younger and you're and you're kind of to aspire to something greater. Um. Yeah, but it uh, yeah, there's a lot of comedic stuff in there, which was which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Different than any other type of com- uh, comedic songs I've ever heard. It's not mm-hmm. like a it's not like a weird Al style. It's not like uh, what what they got did splish splash or alley oop and all that other stuff. That different different <laughs> oh, type yeah. of comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's different. It, it it's definitely a different niche that, that I've never seen before. Yeah, it's super fun. And like, uh, I'll pull up some of their songs. Like, obviously, I can't play all their songs today because it's ridiculous. Um, if I if we could, I would just sit here and listen to all their albums um, because they're ridiculous. Um, but to give you very an idea, visual. Some, well, yeah, like the 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 songs themselves are all like, even though they're just like goofy, just stupid bullshit songs, they yeah, kind of tell a story. Yeah. Um, and like I said, usually the story is like Danny trying to smash. And Ninja Brian cock blocking him. Um, it's a lot of what happens. Um, they're they're most. <laughs> so what is it about what is it about them that your wife doesn't like? She actually likes them. I mean, everything you said so she far. She actually likes Ninja, um, Ninja Sex Party. She listens to them. Okay. Um, her favorite song by them is, of course, Danny. Don't you know? Um, she doesn't. Sorry, she doesn't dislike them. She doesn't like them like I do. She'll play them like if we're doing dishes. She'll have you know Google Play. Uh, um, you know, Ninja Sex Party is like one of the, the one band that listen to okay. that she will actually listen to. Um, plus, I mean, okay. like if you listen to the cover albums they do, like Danny's voice is super, super. Like it's, I feel like it's harder to tell sometimes when he's doing these like really goofy, stupid shit. But he's got a fantastic voice, an actual fantastic, beautiful voice. Yeah, they they have a, a shit ton of covers, Todd, that are worth checking. Yeah, they got out. three. Like I said three cover albums. They're all called Under the Covers, volumes one, two, and three. Um, and then they have five original albums. Their most recent album that came out this year, or I guess last year now, uh, is The Prophecy. Um, the Prophecy has, see, the song songs on The Prophecy, they have um, The Mystic Crystal, which is a 12-minute long song, by the way. Wow. Um, that they have a, 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 another video coming out for, but they've put a lot of money into that video, so it, it's not finished yet. Um, it's Bedtime, The Wishing Bear, I don't know what we're talking about. 
welcome to my parents' house. <laughs> um, their last album before that was called um, Cool Patrol. Cool Patrol, sorry. And that one had some really good good song titles as well. They had uh, Orgy for One, wherein Danny invited a bunch of girls over. <laughs> orgy for One. Yeah, Danny invited a bunch, of or- a bunch of ladies over for an orgy and no one showed up. So he proceeded to have what he called an Orgy for One. <laughs> Um, that's where we had Danny Don't You Know release the Kraken which is actually just about releasing the Kraken like an army about an army a medieval army trying to release the Kraken but the Kraken is like really nice um, first <laughs> the, date they, heart the, orgy, the orgy one they don't like they didn't want to eat like uh, cheesies or anything beforehand that's didn't probably a cheesies. no-no yeah, I would imagine. No, no, before an orgy, I guess you probably cheesies before you don't want an orgy, cheesies or... all over your fingers and on your mouth. I guess. Yeah, you know, what? I've I've never Just had an orgy. I thought so. cheesies were part of orgies. I couldn't tell you. Are they not part I've of orgies? Never had one. I don't know. I thought they're called oranges. Orange. Like the oh oh Orangies. oh. That's something oh. else. That's, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like I just highly like. Like they they're a fantastic band. Their most recent albums, Cool Patrol and and The Prophecy, are fantastic. Great. They, there's not a bad song on there. I highly recommend listening to them. They got just so much good shit, and they're just so funny. Um, I highly recommend them. Hmm. Uh, despite despite their unorthodox, unorthodox um, starting of the band with a, a guy with a PhD and the guy just wanted to tell dick jokes, uh, it, it's funny. <laughs> Wait, which is the guy with the PhD? Is that Danny? Ninja Brian? No. Oh, that's Ninja yeah. Brian. Okay, uh, Danny. Uh, that that fro uh, on Danny's pretty <laughs> it's, awesome. It's dope. It is pretty dope. It's LMFAO dope. Yeah, man. The guy who played it's in the like video. That, that kid looks familiar. Yeah, he's the kid from Stranger Things. Ah, there we go. That's what it was. Ah. Uh, oh wait, is yeah. it? Yeah. Like the main yeah. kid? Yeah. Oh, that's James's cousin. James Remnant. That's his cousin. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Didn't yep. Know that. Yeah, no kidding. Yep. Small world. But anyway, yeah. They... Okay, so what are we hitting us up uh, with okay, next? So the next uh, band is called... Oh, wait. Well, Todd, you liked yeah, it so... then? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It Todd, was good. The first yeah. one was definitely a different spin than the second one, like yes. a different style of, of comedy. But uh, nonetheless, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, and I, they don't stick to... A, particular style of sound i would say like their songs are always very very different and unique um but the style that i was going for was it's always just goofy nonsense um whereas the first one still had the nonsense vibe in there especially with the especially on the video with ninja brian being there and you know just all the imagery but mm-hmm. um but yeah they the um you know their the usual stuff they they can do you know, Dan, Danny has good range on his voice he can do ballads he can do you know the rock songs he can do anything he wants really so it's really fun to listen to a good variety did you want to go to the next band sure yeah yeah, yeah. let's uh let's hit the next one so the next one is uh a band called Starbomb uh, and Starbomb is actually two thirds the same band we just saw it still has it says Danny Sexbang and Ninja Brian there, um, but they joined with the other YouTuber that Dan, that Danny has a has a YouTube channel with when they do their gameplay, their their Let's Play videos. So, like I said, that guy that they do he does Let's Plays with is also a musician, and so the three of them started a band that is already done. They they started this band with the intention of making three albums, and that was it. And so they made all three albums. 
They're done. Um, Starbomb's whole shtick is it's they're all video game parody songs. So they make fun of mm. Legend of Zelda, of Mario, of Metroid, um, Animal Crossing, uh, Kingdom Hearts, Metal Gear Solid, any game they can think of. They're just every song is a riff on some game. Um, and they're all hilarious. So it's basically the video game humor they get from the YouTube channel, the, the Les Plays, mixed with the Ninja Sex Party dick jokes. Um, so this song uh, is called... Uh, which one is this? This is... uh doesn't actually say the name. It's I believe it's called... It's Dangerous to Go Alone? Yeah. This is, this is it's dangerous, dangerous, to go it's dangerous to Go Alone. So this is a parody of Zelda. And we listen to Starbomb's version of the best Zelda rap ever animated music video. Go check the show notes to find this incredibly funny and disturbing music video. Uh, but yeah, so that's their... So again, Ego Raptor, who's the... Uh, uh, Aaron Hansen, whose stage name is Ego Raptor, is the, the other guy, the third member of Starbomb. And he's primarily a rapper, and I'm not... I'm not into... I'm not into top 40s. I'm not generally into rap, but there's some rap like that that I'm actually into. His rap is fun. And so... Uh, it's almost like an 80s rap. Yeah. Yeah. Or 90s yeah, rap. Actually, not, yeah. It's not very... like the rap now, but back then it was more... It's like Will yeah. Smith rap yeah. or something. more about the rhythm and... and like a pop and the, rap. And the rhyme. So it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. And so... But all their songs, like... Uh, I can't... Uh, I, I can't list... Uh, just just a few of them like there's there's too many of them. like like regretroid is about samus and about her being just a badass and then the enemies realizing that she's a woman and then going soft on her and being like oh i didn't realize you're a woman and her just being like fed up with this bullshit um you know, they got like another another a, a, a sequel to this song about about link um they've got one song so they, so they have three albums the first song has a song called the the simple story of Metal Gear Solid, which if you've played Metal Gear Solid, it's not a simple story. It's an extremely complicated <laughs> yeah. story. The whole the whole joke of that song is it's, it's a talk show. And the guy interviewing video game characters with it, with simple plots. So you have like Hubert. He's like, oh, I jump on blocks. And that's it. So, it moves on. so he's going through all the guests and then you have Solid Snake there. And so the, the song is him trying to explain his game. And I've, I've seen that. You showed that one have to I? me. It's possible. Actually. Yeah, and yeah, then the yeah, second yeah. album they have the simple plot of Final Fantasy VII, and then the third plot they have the simple plot of Kingdom Hearts. So like they just you know they have these running gags and they they have like Street Fighter songs and raps and they they're just all again similar idea as as Ninja Sex Party, you know it's just silliness and goofy and like what can we what can we what jokes can we make about about these game characters? Cool, Todd. Your two cool. cents. Um, yeah. So, so what you're saying? You're talking about the next video or the video we just watched? The one you just watched. So that's, that's part. Of the, that's Starbomb. That's one of their songs. That was on okay. their first album. I don't remember which album that was from. Yeah, different, different format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it had that when when it started up, it was like uh, that tune sounds familiar, and it's kind of the Prince of Bel Air, like the, the actual. Mm-hmm. show yeah. when it was on and i'm and yeah, I was yeah just waiting i was like i'm waiting for him to say something but what is it <laughs> yeah yeah that was it was good and that's how i became the link of bella yeah. 
Savior yeah. Bel Air, yeah. I loved I loved the Super NES version of um of uh Z- of, Zelda. of Zelda, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones I could never really yeah. get into, but that one was my, my favorite. What was the last one you played, Todd? The SN- SNES one? Uh, I tried the, I think it was, yeah, it was yours, uh, Super NES version. It was more of an open sandbox version, but at the time, uh, I was so used to this, the specific way that it was played. It's, it's like playing Grand yep. Theft Auto. And it's always the same idea. You you drive in a car. It's mm-hmm. always the same type of views. But say if you went mm-hmm. from that game, you went okay, Grand Theft Auto Six, and then it's like a whole different view, whole different format. It's very foreign mm-hmm. to you, and it just doesn't really, you know, float your boat type thing. The the latest Zelda game um, that came out on the on the Switch, which Sean I was talking to you about it recently, um, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Oh my God, my my favorite Zelda game for a long time has always been, as with most. Zelda fans, the Ocarina of Time. That's been my, my favorite for a long time. Um, Todd, have you played Ocarina no. of no. Time? Okay, yeah. So you 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 were out before that Ocarina. That's my yeah. favorite one. For I, sure. I feel like when you when you play Breath of the Wild, Sean, you will change your mind. This will be because it's it's oh yeah it's it really goes back like like you were saying, Todd, that like the original Zelda games were very open world sandboxy. Like you kind of go anywhere you want. And then the other ones kind of made it a little more linear and put it more on rails. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild says, fuck the rails. We're going back to, here's a world, you're a character in it, go. And there's no, there's no, there's no rails, there's no linea- linearity. Like, you can, I've seen people do it on, on videos. If you want to, you can walk up to the final boss right away and try and fight him. Okay. Like you can you can just be like Oh wow, it's it's yeah, that like open. Usually you can't do that in an open no, you can world. You like scroll the story, screw everything else in the world. I'm going to go in with the base level gear and fight the final boss. Could you win or is it like one of those one hits you're done? I I don't I think I've heard of videos of people doing it, but I'm talking about like pro gamers doing it or pro streamers. Right. I'm um, doing it challenges. I don't know if anyone has just succeeded probably because people are insane. Um, but, uh, I couldn't because I mean, you start off with a yeah, three hearts, uh, three hearts of health. So anything that would hit you in that, in the final boss area would kill you. So you would have to yeah. do it without getting hit. Right. So they maintain the heart health system. You have, yeah. How you gain hearts is a little bit changed in breath of the wild and there's also stamina meter. Um, and they, they use this stamina is often misused in a lot of games. They use it very well in this game. Okay. Um, because a lot of times the stamina meter is basically just like, just there to slow you down. It doesn't really functionally do anything. Whereas in this game, because you also can upgrade your stamina meter, there are times where there are things that you cannot get to unless you have upgraded your stamina to a certain point. There's things you cannot do. Ah. So it actually makes it so like, okay, now there's actually a purpose to it. Like, okay, I'm not strong enough to reach this area. I'm not strong enough to complete this challenge yet. I have to do the other stuff and come back. Kind of like Tomb Raider. Where you have the yeah. special arrows, you have to, to be able to get to certain areas, and you have to mm-hmm. do certain things to be able to get that before you can actually continue. Yeah. So they, they really made the stamina meter like functional and not just annoying. Um, so that's really good about that game. But there's there's so much about like they've Breath of the Wild took a lot of the formula, they took a lot of the formula of the dungeons and how dungeons are. They took that completely out of the game. Traditional traditional dungeons don't exist in Breath of the Wild. Um, they have new versions and replacements that are really really fun. But it's a it's a completely new game, um, but it's it's my favorite. It's on Twitch, 
Or a Switch? A Switch, yes. Switch. Yeah, the new Nintendo. But anyway. Which I th- I keep thinking of going back to it. and buying. Like Thomas and I have been it. talking about like it just for the kids. Because Xbox doesn't have anything for the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's really annoying. And you can't play on the same console. Well, Nintendo's like, always kind of been known as the... Our, or sorry, the G version mm-hmm. of uh, for the games because anything that gets you know kind of violent, then it was got into the other you know the other well, uh, stations. They've definitely opened up where they have the violent games on Switch now. They have Nintendo has those properties, so they they made it they made themselves in such a way where like if you want your kids to play games, there's things for your kids. If you want friends over the stuff for you for you and your buddies just to hang out and play with if you are a, like good like good good quality good quality like games if stuff. you are an adult 30 something who wants to play a serious story game and or a violent game that's there now too so like they've really made themselves into like a doesn't matter what kind of game or player you are we have something for you um so i love that and like you know even the serious story ones like breath of the wild is a serious story game and it's really engaging and really well written but it's also just fun and enjoyable and like your kids can play it and like, it's just great. Is there, is there, I, I, I know we're going off topic, but it's so related to what we just watched. So is there a, Wii function on the switch now? Like a, Wii like function motion control or anything. They do have motion controls. It's not implemented the same way. It's not, um, not as mandatory. You can always disable motion controls. Okay. Um, yeah, because they the Xbox One they're not supporting it anymore. Xbox One. Yeah, the Xbox One had the Connect. Oh fuck! I haven't used my Connect in so long. <laughs> yeah, I, I unplugged mine. Yeah. Like, but I still have games on there with Connect, and I'm like, would would it even work? Like, I don't yeah. know. No, I, like yeah, most you know, like dance party, like Dance yeah. Central or whatever those dancing I mean, games if are. A game stuff. like that where you have to be moving. I think that that's a different case. If I think that yeah. I think that. Dance Dance, whatever is on the Switch, but like Dance Dance Revolution, that's what yeah, it is. But like most games that have motion controls on the Switch, you can disable that. So white white water rafting, I think we did that on your Xbox. <laughs> you oh, were jumping yeah. up in the air and it takes a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah some, that, that was actually fun. There was it dodgeball something I yeah. think in there too. <laughs> we just bought a we just bought a, a Pixar game for the kids. And it had it's connect enabled, and I was like thinking of trying it with the kids. I wonder if the kids would actually, if it if they would like it or they just be frustrated, because that's different. But anyway, let's move on to the next video. These next three, there's three more bands I want to show you guys. If that's all right. Um, Yeah. These three fall into a certain niche category of my music interest. Um, So I used to play violin. Uh, and I love the violin. I think the violin is an amazing, beautiful instrument. And I, 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 if I were to pick up an instrument again, it would be the violin, without question. That's what I would want to play. Um, and so, I love, I absolutely love bands that can take old, traditional stylings and make something new out of it, and and not without losing the integrity um, of the traditional aspects, but add something on top of it and and bring it into a new era. So like, Lindsey Sterling. Is a is a, a, a fantastic oh, violinist yeah. who I love to listen to, yep. and she does a great job of it too. Where she she's she's a violinist, but she does amazing, amazing renditions with her violin. And there's a few a few other yeah. uh, composers I listen to on on uh, YouTube um, that do amazing um, traditional 
traditional rock medleys, there's pirate medleys and, you know, Celtic medleys that are just taking traditional sounds and, and staying true to them and, and not losing the integrity of that sound, but making it something new and taking new music and putting it into it. And so I love that. Um, so these bands fall into that category of traditional mixed with modern. Um, so I was going to go with the, in no, or, in no order, just because this is the first one, the first tab open here. Um, this is called The Who. I think I pronounced that, wrong, that right, I hope. H-U. Um, and that's the name of the song. Uve, Uve, U. I have no idea what that means. It's Mongolian. Um, so, um, yeah, this is um, this is probably one of the tamer versions of their songs. Um, but uh, this is some Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> nice. And we pulled up the video UA UAU by the band The Hue. Mongolian throat dancing traditional music mixed with, I don't know, metal? So, so now we've gotten, we've, we've fully gotten into the part of my music that Shelby did not like. <laughs> I was, I was no, like, wait, this, no, is, no. this is the one. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely different. Definitely different. It, yeah. I, was, I was waiting for the solo on his two-stringer. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, he, did, he did a little bit of it. A little bit. I, I looked up on Wikipedia. It doesn't say what kind of drums. It just says drums. So I don't know. Well, it looks like there's multiple – there's other instruments going on mm -hmm. there too. So there's, there's a – I think there's a, like a bass and a drum as well as the uh, – the instruments we're seeing in the video, I think. I think so, yeah. Todd, would you think? I would. I would think so, yeah. Because I was, I was thinking of the, the the drums were coming in. I didn't know if it was just kind of the the, I don't know what kind of instrument that is, but with the low notes, mm -hmm. when he was yeah. doing it, I don't know if that was a bass or if that was actually him doing the notes like a cello. Well, that's what I was thinking, and maybe it was on that two string instrument because to me that looks like the bass instrument, but uh, cool looking instruments, yeah, like super dope. It's catchy too. Yeah, Can like, you imagine going to a symphony and seeing someone coming up with this six foot long spear with two strings on it and just going to town? Yeah, yeah. And they got they got such cool sounds. And like a lot of their their other songs, like uh, Wolf Totem, another song of theirs, is really good. And it's got more of the traditional um, throat singing in that one. And it's very okay. guttural. It's very war war song like like it's like it's getting you pumped to go fight it fight in battle. Um, it's, it's, their, their music is very interesting and they actually did, if you listen to, if you've played Star Wars, um, Fallen Order, the most recent, um, Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, they're, they actually did some music for the soundtrack for that song, for that game. Oh, no way. Oh. So these guys are actually like next level of popularity. Really yeah. I mean, just based on the, on the video alone, like that's not... What? That's not inexpensive to, to and it's make unique. That it's video. very unique. Like I don't, I don't know of any other band that's ever done that. Usually, it's like okay, you get the drums, you get the bass, you get the guitar, you get the singer, mm -hmm. and that's been done, you know, to death. Where this is way fresher, way way yes. different. I mean, the bass player isn't really a bass player. He's more of a okay. I get this two string thing that I'm going to plunk on, and the other mm -hmm. one I think he had four. Yes. Yeah. So, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And that's what Definitely. I love. Like, like these, these these three bands, these last three that I'm showing you guys, that's the thing is they they break that convention entirely of of as, because I think they're bringing the traditional stuff in there and they're just using what they've got, and so it's completely different. 
Now, if you could see them do a cover tune with their instruments, holy fuck, that that would be pretty oh, man. cool. They yeah, have be... done a cover hey. song of oh, who is it? Hang on, is it? I listened to it today. Actually, it's in my history. I'm not gonna. It's like, it's like when you while you're looking that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Tom. I was gonna say it's like when you're you're watching uh, one of those one of those uh, metal bands, and then you have you know the, somebody will play it on a little kid set, and then someone else will play it on yeah. a, on a flute or or, or a classical guitar yeah, yeah. or whatever. It doesn't matter what instrument it is. Like it's transposed. Like when you said, like with the with a fiddle. I mean, you can you can you know do whatever song you want and do it in the way you want, uh, but it still sounds like the song. Yeah. Um, Th- that was very reminiscent of the um, that Motley Crue video. There's, I, I think it's Home Sweet Home. I, I don't know, but there's the video where you, they're introduced to the four members of the band, and they're all at various places. And then they get a phone call. They pick up the phone and they go, "I'm on my way." That that's what happened in the beginning of this video. It's like, okay, we got to go shoot the music video today, guys. And everyone was getting called mm-hmm. to the video yeah. shoot. It was very reminiscent. So I'm wondering if they have a a thing for hair metal i don't know i think they do based on the image yeah. and the, it was very visual oh absolutely um but yeah the here, here's their and i, I here's like their that. the cover i was thinking of they did a cover of sad but true um but uh, in, okay in mongolian with mongolian throat singing so it's not it's not a cover it is mongolian throat singing sad but true um okay i'll put it on i gotta see I can this just, yeah i can just put this on here <laughs> so we can listen to a little bit of this I'll just okay. skip to the middle here. And then we listen to the Hue with their version of Metallica's Sad But True. Sad But True! It's like, it sounds <laughs> nice. like Mortal, like Mortal, Mortal, Kombat, <laughs> Mortal Kombat background yeah. music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Chayu! <laughs> Whatever the, I can't remember now, there was Ryu, right. there was a Ryu, couple other people. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, super dope. Um, um, Andrew, uh, and the mutual friend, is actually the one that got me into these guys. Um, and uh, he got his wife into them, and his wife is a veterinarian. And uh, when they're doing surgery, they always kind of like go through the line of who listens, who chooses the music to listen to. And his wife has started choosing um, the who <laughs> the songs to listen to. Um, when it's her choice sometimes. So like she's have- banging her head while she's doing yeah, I'm singing while doing surgery on a pet, on an animal. When you think of, of metal, okay, mm-hmm. and, and the throat that that they're doing, yeah. these guys are, that that's right up their alley. Oh, absolutely. It is. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's literally called throat singing, right? So, I mean, this is perfect for that that style. So, you could have actually have a metal band and actually mm-hmm. have a you know, person who does throat singing throughout it mm-hmm. in that style, and uh, you, you'd probably have a hit. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's an actual thing. Oh, I bet I you bet it is. I, I, it's got to be. Gotta at this be. point, especially with the bands that I'm going to show you here, like at this point with the, the amount of creativity that's coming out there and, and people that are just doing their own things and, and saying, screw the screw the convention, the the, yeah. the normal standard and, and whatever, and just have fun and do our own thing, like it's got to be a thing. Very diverse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you've got me wanting to – I'm going to add one at the end if yeah, I may. Sure. Um. But keep going, sure. let's, because I want to show both of you guys this other thing, because this is getting me thinking sure. about music that's just so, weird. So, I've mentioned, uh, I think I mentioned, you know, or you guys know that I'm a big fan of Great Big C, you know, I, I love their music, uh, I mean, yeah. again, it's a great example of taking traditional songs, and it's, it's, it's pumps more life, and let's get people to listen to them again, do something new with them. 
Um, this is a band that I'm I'm gonna compare them to Great Big Siege because there's like the the Irish Scottish roots there to this song to this band. Um, you know, some bands like to take you know they'll do like a one-off song with like a really unique instrument that typically you don't see anywhere and they throw it in their song and they're like oh that's cool they, they did you know this song with this instrument you know it could be like a flute or violins like Lindsay Sterling or bagpipes or or whatever right um how about some bagpipe metal ooh nothing wrong with that okay who's the band oh yeah the band is called the band is called I think it's pronounced the Shiv um it's S-I-D-H that's how it's spelled. Okay. In Iridium, is it Iridium? Iridium is the name of the song. Yeah. S I D H is the. It's a little a little small for me to yeah. read. So um, I, I, I see it there. Okay. Um, okay, got it. Yeah. Here we go. This is where we listen to a band called The the Sid. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, and their video for a song called Iridium. Check it out. Some Celtic metal. Metal! Wow. Looks Scottish, but he doesn't wear a kilt. Yeah. <laughs> he wears a baseball cap. He just needs to put on backwards. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was pretty cool. That's that's, that's weird. Five-string so, bass and eight-string guitar. Yeah. My so God. Definitely a little more, a little bit closer to, you know, the conventional instruments. But let's throw, let's throw some bagpipes in there and see what happens. Um, and that's what happens. Yeah. That. I'm a fan of, um, a, there's a lot of... Um, I don't know if I'd call them punk per se, but like the, the Dropkick Murphys and stuff sure. like that, yeah, that, that, that do punk music with, uh, with a definite, definite Celtic, uh, vibe. Like I, I love that shit. That's what they should have played at Mimi and Papillos when they had the fiddles, mandolins out. They should have played this. Oh stuff. man. <laughs> that would have been more exciting. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I think we would have been more interested. Yeah. Definitely different. Oh good. You're sharing them here. Perfect. Even better. Um, you got one more. You said I Thomas, one right? One more. Um, what, do you have any? Uh, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on? On uh, I, I liked it. I really liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. The bass was kind of the driving driving force of the of of the rhythm of that song. Yeah. Or, or it, it looked like it, but then again, you were showing the keyboard, yeah, yeah. so I, I I couldn't really distinguish. Maybe it was keyboards and bass together, and and they were you know doing it in, in harmony. They were grooving the same. Yeah, doing it at the same oh, time. Maybe. But the, and then the uh, the bagpipes were just like it was like a, a, a solo throughout the whole thing, or replace mm-hmm. the keyboards yeah. with someone who's, you know, just constantly playing. But uh, yeah, that, that's I'm sure he was out of breath by the end of the. Uh... Oh, absolutely, I'm sure. <laughs> um, did I forget? Oh yeah, Magic Party is on there. It's nice that it was it wasn't it wasn't punk because that's the, that's the form of music that's always associated with the bagpipes mm-hmm. like for modern music so this is a, a nice different different yeah. thing and it wasn't your typical scottish guy with the you know the kilt and the hat and the whole you know thing in the front like this this guy looks like he you know he's he's one of those guys that just came from a deal <laughs> he's gonna come out and grab some pipes and all right let's start playing mm-hmm. okay now do my my last one that i had yeah yeah so this one uh again uh, taking so you guys again, you know that uh, I mean I grew up in a dojo. Um, I, I am, you know, martial arts culture, particularly Eastern martial arts culture. I heavily identify with and is part of my life. 
Um, and I tend to really identify with just Eastern Asian cultures in general and uh, the aesthetic of the culture and the society and the beliefs and the philosophies and the sounds. And so this band is a Japanese band. Um, it is a eight-member band. There are eight people in this band. Um, and again, they take the, the, the band set up with the, with the intent of, of mixing traditional Japanese sounds and, and folk music and and you know all that stuff and mix it with modern so they have four of their eight members do traditional traditional instruments and four of their the other four do modern instruments um i just like to be at that band practice trying to trying to coordinate it no (laughs) you got it okay you do this you do that Uh, how many six more people uh okay uh you do this It'd it'd be crazy Everybody's got to be right on par <laughs> yeah. when they're playing, and I'm sure I'm sure they are. Oh, they're they're fantastic. So this this video, I've seen uh, a lot of reaction videos to this song and this video in particular. This is from their first Japanese tour. Um, so this is a live live performance video. Um, so the super long name the the band is called Wagaki Band W A G A K K I. Um, wagaki means like Japanese instrument, basically Japanese. It's just Japanese instrument. Not um, to be mistaken with the one that starts with a B. Wagaki. I think I think you're thinking of a different word that I'm. <laughs> you're thinking of a different word that is spelled very similarly, but it is not that word. No, no. Um, <laughs> so sorry. This, <laughs> I had to think about it because I knew it wasn't. <laughs> I knew it wasn't that word. It's very similar. And I want to see if it sounded the same. It does. Okay. Good job. Um, <laughs> but the song. So this is actually two songs that they roll roll into one for their opening song. Um, and they they give kind of everyone a good chance, every member to kind of have a little bit of a showcase in this song. Um, so this is if you're if you're this one. Don't try and look it up. Just look. Sean's gonna put links in the bottom. Just just get the link. The, the yeah, name I'll is super put links. Long. Yeah, um, it's got a lot a lot of Japanese words and characters oh that okay. I can read. Yeah, so yeah, include the link and I'll. Yeah, I'll put the link in our chat so you can grab it. Um, I'll... instead of trying to like tell you how to speak Japanese and get you a Japanese keyboard so you can type the Japanese characters. Uh, just just you can do it yourself. Uh, yeah, here we go, and I'll I'll talk about the instruments later uh, after after the video. And then we listen to the Wagaki Band. Um, this is a, a video from their first Japan tour, 2015. Yagai Hopefully I pronounced that uh, a little bit okay. Anyway, uh, live performance, thousands and thousands of fans in attendance. Just seeing the video, just to see the, the, the crazed crowd is, is, is something else. Check it out. Wow. I, I, that was a really interesting. I, I see what shit. you mean by you know they've got the regular instruments and then they have like their own, like the the, the, the flute no, and the, I'm not sure what what is that that uh, sounds like a, their version of a banjo. Like what, what, basically what, what it is, is. That? It's, it's called a shamisen. S h s h a m shami s h a m i s e n. And then the other one where it's the strings. That one it, is called it's like a, a harp, but it's a yeah. It's called a koto. It's open. Yeah, yeah. Once once that started playing, I was getting goosebumps actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they have, yeah. they have two drummers on that band. They have yeah. one guy doing doing the modern drums, and then they have the other guy on the wadaiko, which are the traditional drums. Yeah. They have 
um, uh, his name is Daisuke, Daisuke Kamiyaga, who is the guy on the flute. It's a, The flute is called a shaku, Shakuhachi. It's a traditional bamboo flute played by um, a particular sect of, of monks and priests um, initially. Um, so him, it's like a wooden had, saxophone. Like that, the way he was playing it, yeah. that type of yeah, style. Actually, like yeah. If you took him and you took a saxophone and kind of played the same thing, it was it sure. would have fit in. Yeah, it was it was like they were like interchangeable instruments. It's like, well, this is you know when you have uh, say well a keyboard for example with MIDI, you can make every note sound like whatever instrument. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they took the instrument and went, okay, you know what? We're going to take that out and we're going to put this in, and we're going to change the style a bit, mm-hmm. and it just transforms the whole. The whole thing—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's very, very, very interesting. Very yeah. good. Yeah, but then they have, uh, yeah, they have bass, um, which I loved her bass single, her bass solo that was great. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that was really Tsugaru good. Tsugaru Shamisen, um, which is the three-stringed. Ba- it's, you're, you're spot on. It's basically a Japanese banjo, um, except it sounds better. Um, <laughs> and what was the what was the picking on on that thing? It looked like it's, it was like a fan. A fan. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I can't play that thing, so I couldn't tell you anything about. I, I'm fascinated with these instruments. Like, I think I want to see them there's, more. There's some. I mean, if you want, there are some some shamisen, uh, some other shamisen bands that are strictly just shamisen that I listen to. Okay. I can send you those. Um, that uh, they're fantastic, and there's they do. There's one that's more traditional. There's like traditional stylings. There's one that does some really cool, more modern things, um, modern sounding things, but really sticking still with just the shamisen and not getting other instruments involved. Um, so if you want yeah. those, I can send them to you because um, I'm a giant nerd and I know I have that in my Spotify and my YouTube playlist. Well, I've got a lot of, uh, I have a, a Google Play mm-hmm. account or not Google Play, it's a, called YouTube yeah, Play YouTube. now or yeah. YouTube Music or whatever. And um, I've been, li- I've been like, oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't say the G word. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say the G word. But um, I was listening to this. Okay. That's enough. Uh, I was listening to this Portuguese mm-hmm. band uh, the other day. It just came up randomly. And uh, I can't remember if they were called. I was going to see if I can find it. But it just came up. And I'm like, who's this? And then it's like one of the most popular exports out of mm-hmm. Portugal of all time. I'm like, what? So then I started hitting up all the Portuguese family and like, Hey, who, who are these guys? Like they're playing sold out arenas in Portugal and not a single Portuguese person knew who this band was. <laughs> and I'm like, they're awesome. It was opera. It was metal, mm. but there was an opera. It was way more theatrical than metal sure. is. Um, and it was just, but, it, but it, it incorporated a lot of like European style, uh, of playing on, on guitar. And so it, I don't know. I've been into a lot of like different shit lately. It was pretty cool with the bass. She was actually playing with a pick. I was waiting for you to say yep. something. Because the way she was, like, I don't think she could have did that. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, I mean, you can with your fingers, no. but just not with as much attack as with a pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, since you're in control of the screen, do we want to put that last one on? Yeah. I uh, included it in our string yeah. here. Um, but yeah, while well, I'm looking for that, yeah, this band, um, like that band, I love them just because I uh, I love the instrumental of it. Like, I love the sound of the... Like, the, the 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 old style stuff and and the way they make yeah that. you can hear it in and they, all their yeah. songs are so different and unique and they take a lot of one of my favorite songs of theirs is called San Bon Zakura which means the one thousand cherry blossoms and it's an old 
Japanese uh, folk song about soldiers in war and soldiers going off and dying in war and coming back, and it's they put a rock twist on it with all the traditional music instruments. Um, it's just it's it's beautiful. I love their music. I like that it has a reverence for mm-hmm. its for it holds, itself. It holds you know, true like, to, the, to the tradition while while making it modern. Yeah. Um, give me one sec to run. But the crowds. No, go ahead. The crowds, like holy shit! Like these guys are yeah, popular. They've done, they've done a couple of U.S. tours, or at least one U.S. tour. They've started getting getting more popular oh, yeah? in recent years. Um, so yeah, they've um, there is new album last year in twenty twenty. Um, yeah, like they're they're if they come if they come to to Canada, I think into Montreal or New York. I think the last the last U.S. tour yeah, they, okay. they went to New York, and now that in Montreal, I can drive there. So if they if they come within driving distance. I definitely want to go and, and do I that. I think it'd be worth but, seeing uh, it, yeah. That'd be the, the issue is finding someone who wants to go see them with me because, uh, most, like I said, most, uh, most people don't like my, my, my music <laughs> taste. It's a bit out there. I, I like seeing concerts like mm-hmm. that where it's like an experience. Yeah. Even the lights. Then that's an experience. Mm-hmm. Like the, the crowd that had those, the lights are almost like rectangle. I don't know if they, they definitely weren't phones. There were, there was some type of a light they had. This is like a, uh, a glow stick to me, but I could be wrong. Okay. So this, this, okay. So I'll, I'll just yeah. introduce you real quick here. So it's called that one guy. It's a one man yeah. band. And, uh, he used to be a jazz, uh, bass hmm. player and he, he played with, a I don't know who he played with. I can't remember, but, he he wanted to be able to tour on his own. He wanted to be able to go play music on his own. So he decided, how do I play all the instruments myself? So he built what he calls the magic pipe, which is what you can see in this shot here. He actually built the instrument from the ground up using PVC pipe, uh, electric guitar strings and bass strings, um, and um, uh, I don't know what to call, um, just like little buttons that'll mm-hmm. they're triggers. Yep and looped into pedals. Now everything's analog on here. So he's not looped through anything other than an analog guitar pedal. Hard to do busking with this unit though. Probably. He does busk with it. <sighs> wow. So also hey so he has a, a kick a kick drum like a, 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 a hooked up to a mm-hmm. trigger. He has a trigger at the top of his thing and a trigger I think at the bottom at the bottom. He uses drumsticks. He uses violin um, uh, bows. And um, anyway, I've I've actually met the guy. Talked to him a couple times. I've probably I've seen him like four times. And his music's all over the place. It's really amazing how he can create all of that out of this piece of PVC pipe. Okay, I'm intrigued. So this is uh, called mustaches. All right, <laughs> mustaches. Okay. <laughs> and the lyrical content's always good. Oh yeah. And we watched the video for that one guy's mustaches. Uh, amazing video, very funny. Check it out. Link in the show notes. Wow, nice. I, I wish this video showed more of his playing. It's great. The pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's very complicated. I would. De- I, this is definitely uh, something I'll listen to some more. I bought I bought off of him and got them signed. Uh, his first two all the 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 first two studio albums, and then I later picked up his uh, his um, cassette ver- his cassette that he put out. 
that he eventually released uh, on MP3s and stuff. But he's it, watching him play the first time you see him play, and this is the reason I saw him four times. Is the first time I saw him play, I was just trying to figure out how the hell does that work. Like I couldn't figure out how it worked. Yeah. Like how how are you? Like how are you doing that sound? And you think, oh, he's got loops, mm-hmm. right? And he's, it's all pre-recorded or or whatever. And it's not. It's all done on the spot. Like, and he doesn't use any. Um, he doesn't use looping. He doesn't like play something, hit the loop pedal, and then play along to it. Everything is live mm-hmm. playing. Like it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just you know, I I love this kind of creativity, this kind of creative stuff of like, yeah, just making making something something new and cool or something you wouldn't expect. But I remember he said something along the lines of, it says, the reason I built this instrument, because it was less, ex- I think it was less expensive to build the instrument than to buy real instruments. Oh, sure. And also he could tour on his own and, and you know, keep mm-hmm. the money. Right. But um, his magic pipe was stolen. So he had to build a new one. Wow. Who would steal that? So... That asshole that stole it, yeah, I tried to pawn that off, and people are not going to know mm-hmm. what it is because it's it's a one of a kind instrument. There was only one yeah. made, and now there's only now there's two two but... that were had been made. Now, in order to get the sound to the board, does he use pickups or does he use a microphone? Uh, there's pickups. He sings in a microphone, and then I think he's got pickups, and then on his um, on his snare drum, I think there's like a microphone on there. So I think he's got like just small microphones, like like ones you'd see on like on a drum set, okay. I think. But then, it, but it's all like it's electrified. So he's got a uh, one side of the pipe is a bass, and one side of the pipe is the guitar has a has a guitar one single guitar string and one single bass string on two of the yeah, different. Yeah, I saw pipe the one parts. big tuner. <laughs> yeah, and then the tuner, yeah, so he can tune it. He'll actually use that as part of the show. Um, and then I I think that PVC pipe has pickups inside. Maybe one for each of the two instruments that feed into the board, I think. But he also plays a, an electric shoe. And he also plays a saw blade, which he just yep. bends yeah. to get the whoa. And he does uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow nice. on it, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> like, he's super talented and super humble guy. Like, I went up to talk to him and say, hey, dude. Hey, man, how's it going? And, like, he was just like. So happy that people come to his shows. That's super cool. But my number one favorite music performance I've ever seen was when I saw him at Folk Mm -hmm. Fest of -hmm. all time. Any band better than Kiss, better than anybody that was this guy. Nice. Yeah. This is from their most most recent album. Um, Also, if you have time later. Ninja Sex Party? Yeah. Okay. Uh, If if you have time later, I I recommend It's Bedtime. It's an amazing song. Um, play it for the girls okay. for 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 lullaby. It'll go well, I'm sure. It's it's, it's perfect. Don't worry. Don't, don't keep them up all night. Don't don't worry. It's perfect for lullaby. It's exactly what it's for. Um, but we're gonna listen to "Welcome to My Parents' House." And we listen to Ninja Sex Parties. Welcome to my parents' house. <laughs> I thought the ninja was the blocker. Well, at, at the end there, I noticed in the video that uh, Ninja Brian is dancing more with the girl than uh, than Danny is. <laughs> oh, God, I love that band. Oh, my God, that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was funny. That was good. 
one of these days I'll take the cigar box uh, guitar that I made and, and make a tune out of it. <laughs> Just to be different. You do it. Yeah, you should, yeah. Different, different tones, different sounds. It's like any band. Any band, every once in a while, you'll hear... Uh, just kind of a weird instrument or weird tone in it Mm -hmm. and and they use maybe a third of the song with that tone in it and it makes it unique so when you listen to it go what is that instrument because i've never heard it on any other song ever Mm -hmm. just something just something new that makes you know it makes them stick out i think i think that's i guess that's the trend of of all the bands we we've got here is it's like they're doing something they're doing something different in some way right like ninja sex party star bomb they're Really All delving down that that the, the comedy aspect and they, what they know, they know the, the the humor, the game humor, you know. And they're committing and, to it. They're not yeah. just like half-assing it. They're committing to it. Exactly, that's what right? I like. And the other ones too, like they got their unique instruments. That's not like other bands were like, oh yeah, sure, one song we'll play some bagpipes for a bit because it's cool. It's like no, no, we're a yeah. bagpipe band or we're a traditional Japanese band yeah. or like like uh, you got yep. you got a thing that's unique and fun and you're enjoying it, like double down, go for it. Yeah. Like you said, university, I mean, some people are maybe looking for something different. Like it's always the same thing over and over. Oh, what's this? This is different. You know, play it and, Oh, this isn't Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, (laughs) like, like we're force fed the same five artists all the time. Right. Like on radio, bubblegum music. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't tell one singer from the next because they all have the same production mm-hmm. value, probably even the same mm-hmm. producers. Who knows? All following the same algorithm. Um, you know, every every female singer sounds exactly the same, and every male singer is emulating uh, Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's nothing like hair metal bands original. It was all everybody that could you know, if you grabbed your nuts hard enough and you could reach those high notes, you're in. That was <laughs> that was the yeah. that was the style. Yeah, that's why. And if you knew how to wear a lipstick or apply a lipstick, you're in yeah. like in like. Flint. And that's why I think yeah. a lot of the bands, even like the, uh, I'll say, um, uh, more conventional bands that I listen to, are still a lot of them are still even from overseas. Like there's um, God, what are they called now? There's one band I listen to, um, Volbeat. Right? Oh, Volbeat, they're, they're yeah, from like Sweden, but like. Yeah. They're they're pretty conventional as far as music goes, but they're interesting. They're different still. They're fun. They're still you know, interesting. Chevelle, yeah. Even, them, even like, Chevelle is pretty mainstream in North America. But they still have their yeah. own thing, though. They're still a unique voice mm-hmm. to Chevelle. Or where are they from, anyway? Somewhere in the U.S., I think. Yeah. Like, they're good. They, they didn't break on radio because they changed their sound for radio radio eventually came around mm-hmm. to them which is why i like chevelle so much yeah i i think you know I, that's the music that i like, like i said I, I never got into pop top 40 um generally speaking i don't like rap there's some rap that i do now because i find rap art i find music that i'm listening to that leads me down a rabbit hole and eventually i find some rap artists that's like okay no this sound i like yeah. um you know what rap you would like though if you god damn it we keep plugging sam but sam mm-hmm. sam from witch police radio he has rap artists on his on his show sure. all the time but it's not it's not gangsta mm-hmm. rap it's not jay-z or dmx it's not that he doesn't want that on his show the rappers he has it's good rap it's mm-hmm. different rap it's it's it has more of a, a maybe of a nerdy twist to it or um 
Like it, it's good. Like uh, there was that band called Three Pete. Like what? Like what different rap that is? These guys, fifteen fifty one. This is this is a rap band to listen to. They have like nine songs because like the main guy is a is another YouTuber, um, and so okay. like that's his main job. He works. He actually works for for Rooster Teeth. Um, he's, he's, okay. he's on their their achievement hunter, their game their gameplay channel. Um, so he lives in Texas. He's from Massachusetts. His band's in Massachusetts. So they don't get to produce songs as often as they would as they would like. So they got like nine songs. But like I love every one of their songs. And it's it's different rap. Like it's it's just fun. Like I don't know. It's an interesting rap as far as rap goes. Like it's good. Yeah. So uh, promote yourself. Mm-hmm. Where do we find you, Mister Carp? Um, most every most every uh, platform you can find the podcast. Um, again, high frequency kicks. Um, there's links on the YouTube page to my social media outlets as well as Sam's, who's my co-host on the podcast. Um, hi Sam. Hi Sam. She'll probably not listen to this. Um, probably not. So it's, high frequency kicks. Is it yeah. high H I G H yep. or just H I? No H I G H. Regular spelling. Okay. Okay. High frequency kicks. Um, yeah, no, she's too busy to watch. She she doesn't she she only, she only listens to our own show because she has to edit it. Um, oh, yeah. uh, we have we don't release episodes often because she's self employed, so uh, we have to find time to record when she's not working. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be posting. We have some ideas for some new things to come out that aren't necessarily podcast related. So there'll be all there'll be links to that on various social media and on our YouTube once those go out. But uh, for time being, high frequency kicks is the place to find us, and then you can find the rest of our stuff from there. Great. Awesome, and uh, you can find us at. And I was told to correct this. Jarrett from Comic Factory gave me shit. You can find our stuff at seanmcginnity.ca, S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y, dot C-A. <laughs> and also check out the Geek Spin podcast. Yeah, which unfortunately, um, Corey had to bail because of a bad internet yeah, connection, difficulties really that, uh, sucks. Fix for next time. Because I was yeah. looking forward to talking so, uh, again. So, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he misses you. Oh. So, That's sweet. I yeah. like that. Yeah, he's a good. Oh, yeah. he's a good dude. You love mm-hmm. her, Corey. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll sign off here. You can buy merch uh, on our page. You can buy us a coffee. You can go to our Patreon. You can support us there. You want to buy a T-shirt? There's a merch link. You can see, listen to our music there. You can watch our dome videos there. You can. Go to Todd Geek's uh, technical tech talk wizardry channel. <laughs> Todd's tech talk. Not, tech talk. not to be mis- mistaken not, with TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's Todd's Todd, other uh, revenue Todd, stream. Todd, TikTok. Todd, drop, your, drop your TikTok <laughs> handle while you're in there. <laughs> that's a TikToks. great one. Todd, t- if, if you made a TikTok uh, channel, Todd, it should absolutely be called Todd TikTok. <laughs> it should be. Talk TikTok. TikTok. It's like Peter um, If you guys. If you guys want to get into podcasting, Todd's technical videos on, on setting up your um, your audio stuff is is it's the best out there. So go check it out. Other than that, uh, we'll <laughs> sign <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna hit stop here.
have to do that first. It's loading. It's loading.